the poor blonde. Choose your favorite beverage, get ready for some real talk, no sugar coating or sparing feelings here, real and raw. This is Wendy, the poor blonde. Welcome, welcome. This is your poor blonde Wendy. I'm hoping that Sunday has seen you all well and that you have endured the very best with the heat that's going on out there. I mean, am I right? It is freaking crazy. Where I'm at, it's like 80 something degrees. I'm like, holy cow, what the hell? Who turned the heat on? Anyways, hopefully you're enjoying your Sunday, cooling down, all the things. And if you are drinkers, you are pouring yourself an iced cold one. Today, I am actually drinking a hard seltzer. It is a Kirkland brand. Um, we found it, thought we'd try it. Oh, it's not too bad. The one I have tonight is a mango. Um, all of 100 calories, which I think pretty much isn't that like all the hard seltzers. Um, I don't know. Anyways, 5% alcohol. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're drinkers and you're looking for um, yourselves to get drunk, it's not going to be doing it this way. This is just a nice, cool, refreshing um, beverage and I quite enjoy them. Plus they are a little bit less expensive than your hard seltzers um, that you can get at your grocery stores. So tonight, I wish I had a drum roll. Maybe I'll find a drum roll. But tonight I want to talk about rants. Now I am sure that we can all sit back for a second and think about our rants. So I may have the same ones as you, and I may also have ones that are the same as yours, but we don't like to talk about them. So with that being said, so the first one, the first rant that I have, I am pretty sure that we all of us who are drivers know this because it is annoying. Drivers who don't use their turn signals. Now, I understand you're in a hurry. You're trying to get around other cars that might be a little slower than you. But I don't know what you're doing. I cannot read your friggin' mind. But what I can read is a blinker. A turn signal, which you learn when you take driver's ed. And if you haven't taken driver's ed, I'm pretty sure that there's somebody in the world that has said you need to use your blinker when you change lanes. Just might be common courtesy. So I brought this up to Monty because we do talk about what I am going to talk about on my podcast. And he made the comment about this drivers who don't use return signal. And then I said to him, how about drivers who don't turn off their turn signals? That would be Monty. I will ask him as we're driving, 
Are you taking a left into the ditch? Oh, no. And he'll turn it off. Are you taking a left off the bridge? No, no. And he'll turn it off. So there are two things that annoy the absolute crap out of me. Is those of you who don't use your turn signal and then those of you who don't turn the damn thing off. So here you are. Now you're driving behind somebody and they've got their blinker on. You're like, okay, well, here comes, you know, a a stoplight and there's two lanes and then the third lane for you to get in the left lane. And that person doesn't get in the far left lane. Okay, so are you now wanting to get in the left lane because maybe you didn't want to go straight? So then you find yourself driving a couple car lengths behind because you're not really sure what this person is going to do. Again, we cannot read minds, right? So five miles later down the stinking road, they still have their blinker on. And it so annoys me. It annoys me to the point where I have actually turned my blinker on, whichever, right or left, doesn't matter, Turn it on in hopes that this person is looking behind in their rear view mirror and going, what the hell is that dumbass having their blinker on? There's no right or left here. And for them to hopefully go, oh, damn, that would be why. And they turn it off. Has it happened yet? No, but I still try. I still hope that one day <laughs> they'll turn their damn turn signals off. <laughs> I know I'm not the only one. And I know that it may sound really obnoxious. Like, okay, in the world that we live in, this is like something that is so minute. You're right. It is minute. But it is one of my rants. For sure. Very refreshing. Little beverage here. Did I mention it only has 100 calories? Anyways, so I am not one to go grocery shopping very often. Um, Typically, Monty does the shopping. But when I used to do shopping, I actually stopped shopping at specific stores. And I'm not going to name them just because... You all have your stores that you shop at and you love. So there's no point in me making or stating a store and you go, well, wait a minute, I shop there. So if this pertains to you and your grocery store, you'll understand why it's a rant for me. So when I would go grocery shopping, get your cart, put your handbag in, always lock your handbag in your shopping cart because if somebody comes and steals your bag, hence they won't get it. That's just a little PSA for you. So you put your handbag, you're in, you're strolling around, you're like, okay, you're looking at your shopping list or in my case, you know, I would look at my Amazon list and, or not my Amazon, my Alexa list. And I would say, okay, I need X, Y, and Z. So you're going down the aisle. You're on a mission. You're not like rushing, but you're just on a mission. You don't want to spend any more time in the grocery store. Then you absolutely have to. Am I right? So then you have a child that comes out of nowhere, running right in front of you, and you have to stop the cart. 
Well, son of a bitch. You don't want to get in trouble for hitting that kid. You don't want to get in trouble for clipping their heels because I think most of us who's ever gone grocery shopping before have had our heels clipped. And this child is darting in and out of the aisles, running up and down the aisles. And it might not just be one. It could be siblings. And you have to stop abruptly. You calm yourself. You move on. Then you hear... Little Joey, where are you? Little Joey. And little Joey runs right out in front of you and bam, hits your cart. Oh my God. Now what do you do? You got a mama who's yelling at their child to come to them. And maybe that mama is on aisle five and you happen to be on aisle two. And that child just got impaled by your freaking shopping cart. Kid shakes his head, looks up at you, walks away, goes and finds his mama. For me, I am like, oh my God, I cannot get out of the store fast enough. So I hurriedly get through my shopping in hopes that I don't run into a mama bear because I don't want to confront and say, Maybe you should have had your child holding on to the side of the cart while you're shopping instead of your child running wild. Like we're watching the Discovery Channel of animals that have gone wild. Just putting it out there. Another rant that I have. So now I'm going to talk about something that's a little bit more, shall we say, personal to the ladies. Periods and eating. And I don't mean we are eating like three meals a day. I am saying we are gorging and consuming everything that is not nailed down. Am I right? I swear to the God above me that two weeks before I start my period, all of a sudden I am eating everything under the dang sun. And I do intermittent fasting. So here's the thing. After my fast is done, I cannot get enough food. And I only bring so much food with me to work. So I get home and all of a sudden I am like, A 12-year-old boy who's just played football and is so stinking hungry because all the running up and down the field that he's done and he's sweating and he's starving. He's like, Mom, what can I eat? Well, simply, you can eat everything that is not nailed down. I don't care if it is a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos, which, by the way, is my favorite. I don't care if it is cheese. I don't care if it is lunch meat and cheese rolled into that lunch meat. I don't care if it is peanuts, if it is cashews. I am going to consume everything. And then my meals, let's just not even talk about dinner. Monty does 99.9999% of all the cooking in our home. And when he makes food... 
he makes it for two. Seriously, I think he needs to make it for four. Maybe I need to do that as an FYI to him. I'll just put that as a mental note. But for me, I get so frustrated because I'm eating. And sometimes I think, God, why am I so hungry? Oh, that's right. Because Mother Nature has blessed me with menstruating and hormones. I'm just saying, I don't know any man that would go, gosh, I'm really jealous of that kind of food consumption. Right, ladies? Manners. Let's talk a little bit about manners. So I was raised, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. And that was to all of my elders. Now, I know things have gone to the wayside over the years. There's not a lot we can do about it. But what we can continue is... Thank you. No, thank you. Excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. Now, here's the thing. I can tell you that I apologize to people who do not even look at me sideways. And it's not even my fault. So I'm cruising down in the grocery and all of a sudden I'm coming around a corner and there's somebody else is coming around the corner and we're both looking at each other. And I say, oh, I'm sorry. And you know that look, because we've all gotten that look from that person that is indignant because my cart almost hit her cart. Okay. But I'm the one that apologizes. Or when you're going down the aisle, I don't know how this became a grocery discussion, but when you go down the aisle... And there's multiple people down the aisle. Okay, so think about it. How many people go down the, oh, I don't know. Let's say the aisle with like all of the beans and spaghetti and the spaghetti sauces. Okay, whatever. And it happens to be a really busy aisle. Let's go ahead and leave our damn cart in the center and walk 15 feet away because apparently you cannot grab your stinking cart, drag it with you while you go and pick up a freaking thing of noodles. You have to inconvenience those around you and nobody wants to touch that said cart that's sitting in the middle because nobody knows whose cart that belongs to because nobody wants to upset anyone, right? Because that's just how the world we live in. Or that's the world we live in. We don't want to touch it. Her handbag's there. She didn't lock in her handbag. You don't want to have anything coming at you as far as an accusation. So then you try to skinny mini between that cart. And your cart is squeezing on the very far, far side. And all you hear is... Because you've had your damn cart rubbing against the metal because you don't want to move the cart that said lady has decided to leave in the middle of the aisle to go 15 feet to get her damn noodles instead of dragging the damn cart with her. 
huge issue for me. Manners have seemed to gone out the window. I don't know when. I truly don't know when. But I think that they have. And man, I wish that we had manners brought back. I'm not saying that you have to say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. I'm not saying that. But man, some please and some thank you and excuse me without getting a dirty look. I mean, couldn't we all use that? Yeah, I think we can. So another one of mine, maybe you can relate. And maybe you can't. Maybe it's not that big of a deal for you. Walking in the mall. I know. We've all done it. But when you walk down the mall or in the mall and you see that everybody's on one side and everybody else is on the other side, everybody's going down, everybody on the right-hand side is going one way and the other people on the left-hand side is going the opposite direction. It's kind of like when you're in on a highway, right? And then you have someone who's like, well, I'm going to go against the grain, And so here you are, you're walking, you're minding your own business, either you're by yourself, you're with your child, you're with your parent, you're with a girlfriend, whatever. And all of a sudden now you're having to dodge and weave because somebody apparently cannot watch the flow of traffic in the freaking mall. And then you're the one that says, excuse me. And that person is just going on their gallant way. Okay. Again. Could just be me. But it makes me angry. You can't follow the flow of traffic. Now, I am guilty. I am so guilty of this at work. I can't even begin to tell you how guilty I am. Somebody's coming at me. I should be getting on the right-hand side because that's the flow of traffic. And they should be going on the other side. But what do I do? For some reason, I dodge in front of them and they're like, oh, whoa, whoa. And they're trying to get on the other side of me. So for whatever reason, I have this issue at work that I can't seem to follow the directions. But in the mall, I think it's kind of a given when all the people are going on one side and everybody else is going in a different direction on the other side. Is it common sense? Is it something that we... No, (laughs) I mean, I don't know, but that's just the flow of traffic. That's just how it is. I mean, you go up an elevator, right? Or an escalator. Everybody's going up. They're on the right-hand side. Everybody that's going down, they're on the left-hand side. I don't know. But you're going to think about it now, aren't you? (laughs) Next time that you're at the mall. If it normally doesn't bother you, You might think about it. As you should. And then you can message me. (laughs) You can email me. At the poor blonde. P-O-U-R blonde at gmail.com. I don't know. We may have a part two to this. Because I would love to hear some of your rants. So. How about you're walking your dog? Those of you who have dogs. And those of you who have cats. I know people 
who have leashes for their cats. Another mom of that. But I don't know if a cat will poop in a yard. But I know damn good and well a dog will. But how about it's not your doggie's poop in the yard? How about we can't control when our animals need to take a crap? But you know what? There are plenty of pet stores that have these little containers that have the means to twist off the top and put refillable poop bags. Yeah, somebody's made a bazillion dollars off these little containers and the poop bags. How about that? For Einstein. I mean, come on. When you walk down and you see a dog hunched over, taking a crap in a yard, and it's not that person's yard, and they just look around like, oh, okay, well, this is normal. My dog's taking a crap, so I'm just going to look around, you know, give the dog their privacy. And then they walk away. Now I'm telling you what. I have two of those little bones that the top comes off and I refill with the doggy poop bags. And I do buy the ones that are environmentally safe. So I spend a little bit more money on them. That's fine. You can go to Safeway. You can buy the ones that just aren't the greatest, but I have it about wanting to feel her poop in the bag when I have to pick it up so I want something a little bit thicker but common courtesy maybe it goes back to manners but when your dog is taking a shit in somebody else's yard you need to pick it up it's only going to take you a second many dog owners do it this is not new this is something that has happened over decades I mean I know it seems new to some people but it's not and it annoys me when I go out to my yard and I live in a condo so my yard gets maintained by my yard people mind you I have an HOA I pay them to take care of my yard but the fact is is it's not their job to pick up after your dog's poop and it's not their job to pick up pick up after my dog's poop it is your job as a pet owner to take the little container, pull it out. It even has perforated edges. Zip that perforated edge off, shove your hand in the bag, and bend your ass down and pick up your dog's poop. Common courtesy. Just saying. Maybe it goes back to manners. So here's another one. Because I know you're all ready for this one. No toilet paper in the public restrooms. How on earth do you run out of toilet paper? Now, I've been to Winco. It's been a very long time ago. And there's a button 
And I believe that it says something to the effect of needing service and you push it. Wouldn't you think that if you were the last person that used the last of the toilet paper, that you would go, as common courtesy, push the button so the bathroom people know that they need to check the bathroom to make sure the toilet is clean, that there is no leaking of, you know, some substance of urine and crap overflowing. Soap is spilled. And the toilet paper is maintained. You go to their bathroom, restroom, and you do your business, and there is not a person to your right or to your left that you can ask if they wouldn't mind sliding some toilet paper under. So then what do you do? You're ticked, pissed, because you didn't come prepared because who comes prepared to a store that has to go to the bathroom and there's no stinking toilet paper? I don't. So then what do you do? You lift up. You already did squats for that day. So now your legs are really, really, really tired probably shaking even a little bit. What do you do? Scoot your ass back and forth like you're doing a jig over the toilet to hopefully shake off the urine? I only know this from experience. Maybe a little TMI. But I get ticked when there's no toilet paper. Here's another one. <laughs> We might as well stay on the whole toilet or the whole restroom, bathroom conversation. Because this one, we've all gone through this one. It might need, it might not be a rant for you, but it is a rant for me. I don't know what it is about pooping next to your coworker. I mean for real. I think that we all need to take numbers. Betty Jo, you're number one. Sally, you're number two. No pun intended. Jane Doe, you're number three. Whatever. And that you're only allowed to use your numbers. And when the numbers are taken off, nobody is allowed to go to the bathroom next to you. So you can poop in peace. I don't think that there's a problem with that. But what I do have a problem with is when I am sitting there hear the door and I think oh my god because we've all thought it this person is going to know it's me how do they know that it's me because number one I'm not where I'm supposed to be number two no pun intended if I don't have my feet right up under me that person can see my shoes I mean, come on, let's be clear. And then they're going around the office and they're like, oh my gosh, that was her in the bathroom. I am now mortified. I don't know. Again, maybe it's just me. But that is a rant for me. Maybe not for you. But I just don't think that we all need to be pooping together. 
I like to be in the bathroom of my home with my door shut, with my fan on, and my Febreze ready to spray, but I don't have that privacy in a bathroom. Now, maybe we need to have a pooping room where, okay, we all know the door's shut, the door's locked, it says that it's in use. We know somebody's in there doing their serious business. Hmm. Maybe I need to put that in as an office comment or request. Because I think that would be fab. Privacy? Nobody pooping to the right of you. Peeing to the next. Peeing to the, to the left of you. Something to think about. But that is a rant for me. Keeping along with the restroom rant. Not washing your hands after the restroom. And ladies, I cannot handle when the restroom is a dryer-only restroom and there is no kick plate on the door and I hear somebody who's gone from the restroom straight out the damn door. Now I have to figure out how do I open this door? Because there might not be any toilet paper. Remember, there might not be any toilet paper in that restroom. So you have to really think about how you're going to open that door when you know damn good and well somebody has done their business. You hope they've taken care of their business. I don't know. And then they go and touch the door. And you have to follow them. I don't know about you ladies, but damn. I taught my kids, unless there is a fire in the house, you wash your damn hands. I don't think I was asking for very much. I mean, I just don't think I was asking for very much. I will provide your soap, I'll provide your paper towels, I'll provide whatever it is that you need. When somebody doesn't do that and they're an adult, I got to sit there and figure out how I'm going to open that door. And sometimes you got to be creative. I mean, really, you have to be creative. You have to think, okay, I have a sweater on. Oh, do I want my sweater to have somebody's something because I have to open the door? Do I use one finger and then run back to my office and have sanitizer? Or if I'm in a public place, do I need to find a sanitizer? Because every place has sanitizers now. So you have to run to the, to the, run to the nearest sanitizer station and sanitize the hell out of your hand. You really have to start thinking about things. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Annoys the hell out of me. So how about we go back to the grocery store? Because that's always a good time. And how about the person in front of you is on their phone? Which, hey, we all have cell phones. We all, not everybody, but a lot of us have AirPods. We're listening to our music. I do it. I talk to my mom. I talk to my kid. Talk to my husband. 
But when I get up to the cash register, I simply say, can you hold on for a second? I'm at the register. And if I have an AirPod in, I acknowledge the cashier. If I don't have an AirPod in, my phone goes in the pocket. It annoys me when that cashier, because they have a job to do, right? And part of their job is to ask you, did you find everything okay today? Or to say, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever. And here this person is, this entitled person, talking on their phone, and the cashier isn't sure, are you talking to me? Are you talking to somebody else? Are you... And so you hear the uncomfortable conversation coming from the cashier and the customer is still on their phone. And then by God, they can't put their phone down. They have to, you know, old school it, tilt their head, put their phone up with their shoulder to continue the conversation as they're digging through their handbag, digging through their wallet to be able to pay. And that cashier is just standing there kind of looking up, looking around. They're not going to say have a good day because the person that's on their phone is not going to acknowledge them anyways. And I am not even a cashier. And it absolutely annoys the hell out of me. Now, my daughter and I, we just had a conversation today. She's like, mom, I knew she was shopping. Mom, I'm going to purchase my items. Hold on a minute. I hold on. It takes nothing, but it means everything. So, I should have not jumped, but here we go. (laughs) Who gets really frustrated when grocery carts are left in the parking lot. Now, I am going to say straight out of the gate, I do this, have done this, but I try my damnedest not to. Grocery carts left in the parking lot because the thought is, is they have courtesy clerks. Courtesy clerks are the ones that are going out and getting the carts, right? I mean, that's part of their job. I was a courtesy clerk once. Doesn't matter, snow, rain, hail, I don't know, tsunami. They're going to go out and get the carts because that's their job. But man, not putting your cart away. (laughs) I mean, you just walked the damn grocery store. And you can't walk another 25, I don't know, maybe on the outside 50 feet to put your cart away. Because sure as hell, somebody's going to park next to a cart that they think is stable. And it's not. And that cart is going to roll into that car. And that person is now ticked off. And they're going to try to go in and make a big old to-do from the store and saying, well, this cart hit my car, da-da-da-da-da. I mean, you know, like I said, I'm not perfect. But I do my damnedest to always put the card away. 
I mean, I've already gone up down 13 aisles in the, in the, in the store because I can't find something. So I have to make sure that I go back and then I'm like, damn it. I forgot something else. And I got to go back. So what's another 25 or 50 feet? Yeah, that's just the way I look at it. Or you're in the grocery store or in the grocery store parking lot. And you step in some gum. Now, I believe in my heart that we have all stepped in gum. If you have not, you better say a prayer. Because there is nothing worse than stepping on gum. And the whole theory of, well, if you put ice on it, it gets cold. Okay, here's the deal. I don't care what method you use to get the damn gum off your shoe. The fact is, it's been in somebody's mouth. And if you go to a dentist's office, those hygienists, they are completely gloves, face masks, gowns, because the bacteria in your mouth is gnarly. And then I got to take something off the bottom of my foot that was in somebody's mouth. That just flat ticks me off. So now we're going to go to drive throughs because, oh, the drive throughs You got to love the drive throughs I don't care what drive through you're thinking about, but you know you've been in a drive through You know that things have gone a little sideways. So who uses less than a teaspoon of ketchup, mustard, or mayonnaise? Tell me. Because if you use less than a teaspoon, I don't know, maybe they're a full teaspoon. You gotta let me know. Because a condiment packet is at least, if you really squeeze the corners, and maybe even if you roll it, you might get a teaspoon. I mean, you have to use four or five just to get through your fries. And if you're using the mayonnaise and mustard on your burger as additional, you got to use more than what they give you. I mean, then you know that you've gone to this place a hundred times and you know they only give you one or two packets. So then you ask, can I please have additional packets? And if it's a smart ass, they give you one. If it's somebody who, again, is being a smart-ass and obnoxious, they give you a handful. Okay, what are you going to do with a handful? You don't have that many fries. And your burger is not that damn big. So what do you do? You're taking it home. And you put it in your refrigerator. Because you don't want to be wasteful. And then, well... You clean your refrigerator out. And there's the handful of condiments that you didn't use (laughs) that you asked for. I don't know. Is it like being in a hamster wheel? It just goes round and around. (laughs) It is definitely a rant for me. It could be asking for additional napkins and you get one. Or none. I mean, who's going to eat... I don't know. I'm trying to think of a burger that's really messy. Um, how about a Whopper? I haven't had one of those in I don't even know how long. 
But I know, I remember that they're messy. Can I get additional napkins? And you're digging through the bag. Nope. No additional. All right. It's not like you're going to go back to the front park, go in, because if that was the case, you might as well have done that in the first damn place, right? And you drive off in hopes and the prayers that you don't spill on yourself. And you're probably cussing all the way. Now, of course, when you get home, you probably have enough napkins. So not the point. Or you go through a drive through coffee place. Now, we love our coffee. Teas, whatever beverage you prefer. But when you go to a coffee place, obviously, you're getting some kind of a coffee or a non-caffeinated drink. You're getting something to hydrate yourself. You're getting something to make your life a little bit easier. Put a smile on your face. You know, a little hop in your step. And they give you the wrong damn coffee. And you go and take a sip. And holy crap. Somebody has just ordered a five-pound bag of sugar and they have dumped it in that coffee that you have ordered, which is clearly not what you have ordered. You go from a skinny vanilla latte to some sugary hell. What are you going to do? Go back. Go back through. Park your car. Go in. Put it down on the table or the counter and say, excuse me, this isn't what I ordered. Because typically when we go through the drive-thru, we are in a hurry and or we do not want to go in. Either way, it is a convenience. But it is such an inconvenience when we don't get what we asked for. What do they say? You got one job. Make it right. So, my poor family... I always try to leave you with something positive. I always try to. So I'm going to leave you on a rave today as we go into our work week. Because we have so much to rave about in life. Waking up every day and being able to put your feet on the floor. Moving out of bed. And moving on in your day, however that may start. Making a decision to be happy and to be present in our day. Look for something to be positive in each day. Eh, Even if some days you have to look a little harder. Now, we have a rave for the day. For now, my poor family... Keep pouring till next week. Please subscribe and leave a rating or review. Email at the poor blonde, that's P-O-U-R, the poor blonde at gmail.com and can continue our conversation.